Euzubillahimineşşeytanirracim Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin Vessalatu vesselamu ala seyyidina Muhammedin ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecmain Allahümme allimna ma yenfa'una ve anfa'ana bima allemtena ve zidna ilmen nafiyah Allahümme erinel hakka hakkan ve arzukna ittiba'a ve erinel batıla batılan ve arzukna ictinabe Rabbi işrahli sadri ve yessirli emri ve ahlul okudeten min lisani yafkahu kavli Esselamu aleyküm ve rahmetullahi ve berekatü Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale-i Nur by Bediüzzaman Said Nursi podcast series This is Mustafa Tuna You can listen to the episodes of this series wherever you listen to your podcasts or at the website www.reflections-rn.org Inshallah, a rough translation of the text we will be reflecting upon uh, will be posted here at this website. You can go to the words, then, uh, sorry, you can go to the podcasts, then the words, then the 20th word, and scroll down to the relevant section. As that also implies, we are continuing to, to read the 20th word. This is about the Quran, the miraculousness of the Quran, and especially the part we are we have been reading for a while now is about the, the relevance and significance of prophetic miracles to the to human advancements. How those miracles, those stories of uh, prophetic miracles point to the furthest points that humanity can advance in its uh, ability to harness the sources and forces that God has put in this universe to, um, to the humanity's benefit. However, uh, that requires preserving uh, submission to God, Taslim, right? Preserving our submission to God. If we transgress the boundaries, we are still given these aptitudes, these abilities to identify and harness the sources and forces of the universe, but we may end up harming ourselves and, and not, uh, not helping ourselves, not benefiting ourselves. It's like small children. A, a knife is a very useful tool. You can whittle with it. You can cut bread with it. You can peel vegetables with it. You can cut meat with it. You can do lots of things with it that are all of benefit to us. However, if you give it to a child who doesn't know how to use it, who doesn't have enough experience and skill and knowledge about it, the child may uh, hurt himself. Like that, humanity has been um, advancing, not with regard to its, its ability to become worshipful slaves of God. That reached its pinnacle with the Prophet and before him there were many prophets who, who uh, reached pinnacles 
in their times and sometimes some who came afterwards may or some who came before may have been uh, further ahead in their worshipful slavehood than some who came after so we can say that the prophet sallallahu was the pinnacle but we cannot think of talk about a linear progression in metaphysical matters in spiritual matters we cannot talk about a linear progression since the prophet sallallahu that's you know another aspect of this but in terms of material advancement in terms of the ability to learn study identify observe learn uh, the sources and forces in the universe the patterns that god has built into the creation as he created the cosmos that we then can study and understand that if i do this that happened and i did the same thing and it happened again and i did the same thing and it happened again there, there's a pattern here next time i do it will happen in the same way or it is very likely that it's going to happen in the same way so they call these falsely you know things like natural laws laws etc they are laws but they are legislated laws there is a legislator it is god's custom it is god's custom that he creates in this way regularly in a patterned way so the pattern is there the the problem may arise when we uh, refer it to itself or to um, you know human constructs like the causes or the nature or natural law etc and as long as we refer them to god there is no problem there's no metaphysical spiritual uh, problem here and the humanity has been advancing in its ability to harness these sources and forces and god has been nurturing humanity by sending prophets and by teaching humanity new frontiers of um new frontiers of subjugating these patterns these sources and forces to its benefit this is an aspect of the human being the, the human being being the vicegerent of god on earth god creating the universe and then the earth like a cradle like a crib waiting for a baby for the human beings to come but there are certain aspects of uh, these advancements that perhaps had they come earlier than they they did uh, humanity m might have hurt itself very badly and some then there are some advancements that are in our hands now and they and we are hurting ourselves now, now here the condition is these advancements need to be used with an awareness of our uh, place in the universe as wise parents of god and our position before our lord as his slaves the moral spiritual and metaphysical benefits that accrue from this rec recognition are there and would uh, are there too and would be able to um, prevent the harm that comes from all these otherwise useful tools and advancements so at any rate there is a direct correlation or there's a direct relationship between these what we can call like opening of new frontiers 
in human advancement and the miracles that are given to prophets. And that has been the subject of this section of the 20th word that we have been reading for a while. Immediate examples that may come to our minds that we may remember are such as, uh, you know, the skill of melting iron and molding it into shapes being given to David, Dawood, alayhi salam. The ability to learn the language and maybe aptitudes of birds and other animals being given to Suleiman, alayhi salam, etc., etc. So we will now talk about, read about rather, <clears throat> another miracle, but a bit different from the other miracles in this case. It's a more comprehensive uh, miracle. So, Bismillah. Hem mesela, estaizu billah, وَعَلَّمَ الْآدَمَ الْأَسْمَاءَ كُلَّهَا Hz. Adem aleyhisselamın davayı hilafeti kübrada, mucize-i kübrası talimi esmadır diyor. İşte sair enbiyanın mucizeleri birer hususi harika-i beşeriyeye remzettiği gibi, bütün enbiyanın pederi ve divan-ı nübüvvetin fatihası olan Hz. Adem aleyhisselamın mucizesi, umum kemalat ve terakkiyat-ı beşeriyenin nihayetlerine ve en ileri hedeflerine sarahate yakın işaret ediyor. Also, for example, and he taught Adam all the names. This is uh, the second chapter of the Quran, the 31st verse. Says, the greatest miracle of Hazrat Adam, peace be upon him, salam, in the claim of the greatest vicegerency is the instruction of the names. So, as the miracles of other prophets each hint to a special extraordinary human state, the miracle of Adam, peace be upon him, who is the father of all prophets and the opening of the Diwan of prophethood, points to all perfections generally and the end points and furthest targets of human advancements at a level that is close to being obvious. Um, first, let's try to read the context of this verse that is um, quoted, that is Dad Nursi quoted, the larger context. I, I think that's a, uh, that, that would help us understand what's going on here. Uh, better so we will uh, read the the earlier and some of the further uh, verses from the quran and i'm reading uh, the the translation by abdul halim starting verse 30 prophet when your lord told the angels i am putting a successor or vicegerent on earth they said how can you put someone there to who will cause damage and bloodshed now this is not about this is not about uh, a reference to God's ability to, right? They are puzzled. They are expressing their surprise when they say, how can you? They are not saying, you know, you can't do that. They are saying, you know, we are surprised that you are going to do it. So how can you put someone there who will cause damage and bloodshed when we celebrate your praise and proclaim your holiness? But he said, God said, I know things you do not. He taught Adam, now this, uh, from other verses, we understand that this vicegerent is going to be Adam salam, who was recently created out of clay, uh, you know, dried uh, clay, and spirit was blown into him. So the angels 
recognize that there's this new thing right and God now says I'm going to send him to earth uh, and he will be the my vicegerent there now the angels have witnessed the earlier experience of the jinn who have caused lots of damage and bloodshed and therefore they are surprised like how can this be why what is the wisdom in God doing this rather right so they are not questioning uh, God's wisdom but they are surprised and they want to understand he taught God taught Adam all the names of things then he showed them to the angels and said tell me the names of these if you truly think you can they said may you be glorified we have knowledge only of what you have taught us you are the all-knowing and all-wise then he said Adam tell them the names of these when he told them their names God said did I not tell you that I know what is hidden in the heavens and the earth and that I know what you reveal and what you conceal when he told the angels bow down before Adam they all bowed but not Iblis Satan who refused and was arrogant he was one of the disobedient so this is uh, the context we could read more from the but that should be sufficient inshallah that should convey uh, what we are talking about so let's go to the beginning and try to read the paragraph again also for example and he taught Adam all the names Quran chapter 2 verse 31 says the greatest miracle of Hazrat Adam salam, in the claim of the greatest vicegerency is the instruction of the names so or or the teaching of the names adam alayhi salam he's just created his uh, th there is no uh, now the way we understand miracle is the breaking of the norm right and norm is these customs that we have been talking about that god has built into the creation so why why is this a miracle you know there was no human being before so there's no norm that pertains to the human uh, being but there are other creatures there are angels there are the jinn being conscious beings right? others too uh, but these we especially know and we know that they are conscious beings and Adam is a uh, Adam Adam salam, is a conscious being too so the norm as far as we understand from here is that God does not has not before taught them all the names this this called for a special creature and that is Adam alayhi salam as the first human being the greatest miracle of Hazrat Adam alayhi salam in the claim of the greatest vicegerency okay now this is another thing Adam alayhi salam is being made the vicegerent on earth of God everything will be subjugated to him and he will be in charge of everything and he will represent God on earth and if he fulfills his duty uh, completely he will represent represent everything on earth and the universe before God so there is a claim here there is a uh, th there, there is a uh, privilege 
that's the vice currency right and he needs to then be equipped with the means of fulfilling that uh, responsibility that comes with the privilege the greatest miracle of Hazrat Adam in the claim of the greatest uh, vice currency is the teaching of the names instruction of the names so as the miracles of other prophets each hint to a special extraordinary human state right uh, you know, Musa salam, he was given the uh, staff and he struck the rock and water gushed forth and he threw it uh, on the ground and it became a, a snake uh, he put his hand in his chest and pulled it out and it was bright white light uh, Isa alayhi salam he could heal people he could with God's permission bring dead back to life uh, you know Suleiman alayhi salam talked with birds and other animals understood the language of say ants Dawood alayhi salam when he uh, did his glorifications when he sang his glorifications the mountain sang with him so on and so forth as the miracles of other prophets each hint to a special extraordinary human state this is one each of these are one particular extraordinary state the miracle of adam peace be upon him السلام, who is the father of all prophets and the opening of the diwan of prophethood now diwan is a collection of poems by a poet so you can think of it as a book right so so opening of the book of prophethood it's like the introduction or the preface the beginning of the book that's why we refer to Surah Al-Fatiha as Fatiha, the opening chapter, right? So the book of, the ode of, the long poetry of, prophethood begins, opens with Adam who is the father of all prophets and the opening of the Divan of prophethood points to all perfections generally Right? So the miracle of Adam السلام, points to all perfections generally, not a specific uh, you know, extraordinary state, but all extraordinary states together, generally. And the endpoints and furthest targets of human advancements at a level that is close to being obvious. So this verse points to this at a level that is close to being obvious. so all the advancements and the end points and furthest targets of all the advancements are synthetically in abridged form packed in the miracle of adam السلام, in that he was instructed all the names we will open this up but you know very briefly uh, so it becomes clear the reality of of all things in existence or in the creation the reality of all things in the creation are the divine names everything is a manifestation of different combinations of different uh, divine names at different degrees and intensities then learning all the divine names points to right 
because in the verse God says uh, all the names points to the aptitude the preparedness the potential to understand the reality of everything being given to Adam then that potential that aptitude that abridged reality like you take a book and you look at the contents it says 10 chapters each chapter has this title and the title indicates for you the content of the chapter and then there will be subsections of the chapters and there will be titles for those right that's the abridgment um, abridgment is a different word, uh, concept but that's that abridges uh, summarizes in a sense the book for you right so in abridged form all of these aptitudes were placed in the innate nature in the futra of Adam now there's a subtle important point here though it says points to all perfections generally and the end points and furthest targets of human advancements then these advancements have end points purposes and furthest targets there is something that we want to achieve with those advancements for instance we um, discovered telescopes studied the, co the cosmos the uh, the space celestial objects and found out that the temperature on the uh, at the center of the sun is you know so many degrees centigrade and at the on the crown of the sun is so many degrees centigrade so what what is the end point what is the furthest target the end point the furthest target the purpose <clears throat> is not to find out how many degrees centigrade it is it is never in and of itself it is not to be able to make a tool either for instance now uh, you know they are working on uh, space objects space uh, ships satellites etc that they can send close to the sun if you know how many degrees it is and how much that that heat uh, spreads at a given distance you can calculate how close you can send an object from earth to sun and therefore what you can observe so that's important and useful information if you want to send an object close to the sun but that's not the end point that's not the, the furthest target the end point and furthest target is always first and foremost for us to recognize our Lord if whatever we discover is a reflection of God's names and attributes it has something to teach us about God about our Lord and that is what we need to be seeking in observing the universe and then there are these added benefits that come with it that we um, figure out how to shape say iron into pipes and lay pipes under the ground with that and bring running water to our houses for instance that's an added benefit but the real 
purpose the real benefit is for us to fulfill our uh, duty and privilege before God as his slaves our duty of worship God says in the Quran that he created us but or he did not create us but to worship him the jinn and the human beings are created to worship God that is the ultimate ultimate goal ultimate purpose and that ultimate purpose permeates perv pervades everything else that concerns the human being Cenab-ı Hak Celle Celaluhu manen şu ayetin lisan işaretiyle diyor ki Ey beni Adem sizin pederinize melaikelere karşı hilafet davasında rüçhaniyetine hüccet olarak bütün esmayı talim ettiğimden siz dahi madem onun evladı ve varisi istidadısınız bütün esmayı taallüm edip mertebeyi emaneti kübrada bütün mahlukata karşı rüçhaniyetinize liyakatinizi göstermek gerektir. Zira kainat içinde bütün mahlukat üstünde en yüksek makamata gitmek ve zemin gibi büyük mahlukatlar size musahhar olmak gibi mertebeyi aliyeye size yol açıktır. Haydi ileri atılınız ve birer ismime yapışınız, çıkınız. The sublime real, exalted his majesty, God, says metaphysically in the tongue of the signification or sign of this verse. O the children of Adam, as I have taught all names to your father, as evidence for his preponderance over others in his claims of vicegerency before the angels. Right? There's a claim here. He, he is preferred over, he has preponderance over others. He is preferred over others in this uh, privilege and responsibility and duty of vicegerency. The jinn did not take it. The angels did not take it. The ants did not take it. The, the mountains did not take it. The, the heavens did not take it. I mean, it it was, we understand uh, from the Quran and perhaps that rhetorically, but it was offered to the mountains, to the heavens, to, you know, to, to tremendous creatures. And they all, you know, they, they all stood back, refrained from taking it. The human being was uh, hasty, ignorant he took it but by taking it he also became the vicegerent above every other creature he acquired this preponderance the actualization of which depends on his fulfillment of his responsibility duty as a worshipful slave on this earth if he if he does that you know the sky is the limit he can go all the way the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam reached and exemplified the furthest point that any human being can go on this path if he the human being does not fulfill that responsibility shirks rebels, denies, um, dawdles, then he can go to the lowest of the law. He can become lower than the, the, the 
germ that we associate with harm the virus that we associate with with harm the bottom of the hell is the limit in that as i have taught all names this is god Ustadnusi's uh, interpretation of the verse and god according to the interpretation saying in this verse all the children of adam as I have taught all names to your father as evidence for his preponderance over others in his claim of vicegerency before the angels, since you are his children and the inheritors, inheritors of his aptitudes. So we are his children, progeny, and we are the inheritors of his aptitudes. These aptitudes, he was taught all the names. In summary form, in abridged form, he was given the ability to understand the realities of everything and the inheritors of his aptitudes. Then it is necessary that you learn all names and show that you merit your preponderance over all creatures with regard to the level of the greatest trust. The greatest trust is what we just talk ab talked about. The mountains refrained. And there are different interpretations of, as to what exactly it is, right? One interpretation is that it is the um, the the partial human choice, but of course that comes with other uh, properties. In order to be able to choose, one would have to know, right? So and recognize, and have awareness, and have self-awareness. So we as human beings have all of these. And we are given the ability to choose between good and bad, beautiful and ugly, good and evil, God and other than God. We are given the ability to choose. When we choose God, we choose with volition. When we worship God, we choose to worship. Angels don't have such a choice. They are created to worship and they worship. The angels do not have the ability to say, I'm too sleepy, I'm not going to pray Fajr, the morning prayer today. That is not something that you know is is is within the realm of possibility for the angels. But the human being is given this ability, and when he gets up in the morning, despite his evil commanding lower soul, despite the contradictory whisperings of Satan despite the softness of the bed and the warmth of the bed and so on and so forth when he gets up in the morning for god's sake and takes ablution would do and praise then that is uh, qualitatively and is therefore incomparably different than the worship of the angels so that's there's a great um aptitude capacity that is the consequence of that great trust it is necessary that you learn all names and show that you merit your preponderance over all creatures with regard to the level of the greatest trust now an aspect of this of course is that when we worship god we worship with levels of recognition. For instance, um, if the 
if the um, power position that a person occupied was a measure of my respect uh, for that person now we are living in a in a world where uh, these distinctions are to some extent have to some extent eroded but and if you were living let's say in the 16th century ottoman empire where uh, at least in a in, in in worldly respects the power position that a person occupied would be very important uh, an indicator of the level of respect that you show to this person so if that was the case the level of respect that i would show to the district administrator of the or let's say the the um, neighborhood head that i live in right the head of the neighborhood that i live in would be you know i would show respect to this person i would have a high opinion of this person but then when compared to the district administrator and that would be a different situation i would respect the district administrator more and then there would be the governor of the city and then there would be the uh the king right king of the entire territory entire country now when it comes to our um how we think about god you know we do not think of a different god for the neighborhood a different god for the city etc etc but the neighborhood the realm that we can comprehend and conceive and therefore relate to god as his property depends on on our knowledge of the physical realm physical and metaphysical rather realms the domains that our intellects and imaginations can grasp so if all that i know is the face of the earth i was born in a country and you know i knew the face of the earth but i didn't know anything beyond let's say you know 10 miles uh, 15 kilometers uh, distance from where i was born right and when i thought of god and this would be very big for me and when i thought of god you know i i would say god is the lord of this world and then I had some nebulous conception of the rest of the universe. Perhaps thinking that, you know, the uh, thinking that that the the um, Earth is the center of the universe and the stars are little light bulbs, uh, dots in the sky. And I had no conception of the tremendous, tremendous magnitude of the cosmos. Right. So I would be recognizing my Lord to the utmost of my capacity which would be perfect and if i did it would be perfect because that is the level of perfection that i can possibly reach but with the kinds of telescopes and i don't know what scopes that we today have the understanding that we have developed about the magnitude and majesty of the cosmos is incomparably different from that and now we have the ability to recognize our lord as the lord of this magnificent cosmos now you know telescopes etc is not the only way that one could grasp this uh, there, there are metaphysical ways to do it there are spiritual ways to do it the spirit is much 
less restricted uh, than the physical body and throughout the existence of humanity there have been individuals who have traveled way beyond way beyond what we uh, can physically see and and reach and perhaps way beyond uh, the the ability of our telescopes to reach the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam had uh, you know in his case it is also different in the sense that it's both spiritual and physical with body and soul body and spirit he traveled right but for us ordinary human beings the telescope expands our conception of our lord tremendously now we can recognize him as the as the uh, as the lord of this magnificent cosmos right and therefore therefore it is necessary that you learn all names and show that you merit your preponderance over all creatures the more you advance the more you learn about the about things the more you learn about the reality which is god's names with regard to the level of the greatest trust for the path is open for you to such an elevated level as reaching the highest station among all creatures in the cosmos and having all big creatures like the earth being subjugated to you the earth what a tremendous what a magnificent massive thing it is from the point of view of a small human being as we recognize especially since uh, and we were able to go to space and take photographs of the earth from there if you have taken a plane on a clear uh, day without clouds and you looked out the window from the plane you see how the the horizon arcs and then you think like how big it is because you you, you by that by that point you have developed by living on this earth for a long time you have developed the to, to relate distance and size and understand the magnitude of something that is far but that magnificent and massive earth is subjugated to the human being it and everything on it is given to his the human being's service so go ahead right so it, it is uh, necessary for the human being to to activate this these aptitudes these potentials so god start is reading the verse interpreting the verse says according to that interpretation go ahead step forward move forward latch on one of my names each and rise latch on one of my names each and rise those who went to space they latched on some of god's names and therefore they rose. Fakat sizin pederiniz bir defa şeytan aldandı. So there, there, there are pitfalls here. We are going to point that out. Fakat sizin pederiniz bir defa şeytan aldandı. Cennet gibi bir makamdan ruhi zemine muvakkaten sukut etti. Sakın siz de terakkiyatınızda şeytana uyup hikmeti ilahiyenin semavatından tabiat dalaletine sukuta vasıta yapmayınız. Vakit ve vakit başınızı kaldırıp Esma-i Hüsnama dikkat ederek o semavata uruc etmek için fünununuzu ve terakkiyatınızı merdiven yapınız. 
Ta künun ve kemalatınızın menbaları ve hakikatleri olan Esma-i Rabbaniyeme çıkasınız ve Esma'mın dürbünüyle kalbinizle Rabbinize bakasınız. However, your father was once deceived by Satan. So that's the big problem, right? Our father, Adam aleyhisselam, was once deceived by Adam, by, uh, by, by Iblis, by Satan. And that means that he has the potential. He had the potential and so do we. He has the aptitude and potential to be deceived by Satan, to be uh to to be made to deviate from his ultimate purpose to become heedless of his um first and foremost duty in the creation as as the slave of his lord your father was once deceived by satan and fell temporarily so alhamdulillah that's temporary there is a blessing and glad tiding in this that he fell temporarily from a station like paradise maybe I'll go back there to the face of the earth beware beware do not follow Satan in your advancement you are going to advance that is uh, that is the law of uh, humanity let's say Remember, we have been we, we, are, we have been talking about patterns and norms. The norm for humanity is that it is going to advance in a material sense. It will keep discovering, unearthing, observing, and finding out more and more things. But not in a moral sense. Not in a metaphysical sense, right? That's a different question. But in a physical sense, in a material sense, it will keep advancing. But as you advance. Right? Do not follow Satan in your advancement. You can advance by uh, you know, following on the footsteps of Satan, or you can advance by following on the uh, footsteps of prophets. Beware, do not follow Satan in your advancement, and thus make it a means for your fall from the heavens of divine wisdom to the deviation of the nature. Now, here, Stad Nursi uses the word nature as a technical term. When we say nature, we may understand, you know, what's out there in the physical world, what you see when you look out the window. Or, especially since the early 19th century, there is this weird conception of uh, nature, which unfortunately has ruined this world, uh, this world, this world and this world right this conception has ruined this world and this word the word nature that refers to this um, human construct that does not exist but assumed to exist as a an active agent as something that does thing mother nature right mother nature did this mother nature did that even you know, even very high-level scientists who are talking about real technical issues will refer to the nature as an agent, as if it, it, it, it is something that exists and does things. They won't even use the passive voice to avoid referring to the actual doer, right? It is just a, a cop-out. 
it is just an escape mechanism to to not acknowledge um, to not acknowledge one's ignorance and or conscious choice to not acknowledge reality as what reality is right so if and when we refer what we we find out on this world on, on this face of the earth right with regard to the names that we are learning that is with regard to the properties of things that we are discovering and with regard to the uh, norms customs of names and another word that we could use here is like conducts of god right a name is an attribute of god and then a bit uh, a, a bit uh, different slightly different from that is conducts of god right when god does something repeatedly intensely in the same way in his act of creation then there is a conduct in that a shurun in that right so when we learn about the names and conducts of god in this way if we refer that to god perfect now we have a higher level of opportunity to to worship our lord in a more expansive in a broader sense if we refer it to nothing or this nothing that we have called nature then we have deviated so beware do not follow satan in your advancement and thus make it a means make your advancement a means for your fall from the heavens of divine wisdom to the deviation of the nature what do you do then instead by raising your head every once in a while and concentrating on my beautiful names make your sciences and advancements a ladder to climb to the heavens so that you ascend to my lordly names which are the fonts and realities of your sciences and perfections and that you look at your lord with the binoculars of those names and with your heart so what is the point here the point is that we raise our heads every once in a while or at all times there were, there are you know multiple ways to translate the word that's used in turkish here and concentrate on god's beautiful names we do not become heedless of him we move around with god consciousness with taqwa we study his creation to learn about him and thus we make our sciences and advancements a ladder to climb to the heavens to those higher stations and you can read this in both senses one literal literally to go to the heavens and who knows maybe one day they are going to make a ladder to to to, to sky to space too so that you ascend to my lordly names now of course the names are not in in space the names are everywhere this is metaphorical expression we could also say um, so that you make your science and advancements a ladder to descend down to the level of the tiniest 
particle so that you can ascend but still ascend to my lordly names god's names are everywhere in the in tiniest of particles and the most massive of celestial objects they are all reflections of his manifestations of his names and attributes they're all his artifacts that's what we mean when we say his reflections and attributes. they're all his artifacts and every artifact reflects the art of the artist and the art of the artist tells us something about the artist which are the names those names are the fonts and realities of your sciences and perfections remember at the beginning we said the reality of each thing or each norm right is a name here we can add also the each a, a conduct right a divine name a divine conduct those are the realities of these things these properties that we are observing these norms that we are observing in the creation which are the fonts and realities of your sciences and perfections and that you look at your lord with the binoculars of those names and with your heart now with the binoculars of these advancements say by discovering um by by discovering the speed of light right we look at a divine name we look at the an aspect of the divine name the light right it, it's um, unconstrainable right when something reaches the level uh, the, the speed of light it leaves uh, the the constraints of physicality it moves you know so fast that we don't know uh, if it, you know we, we, we can't know things moving faster than that so on and so forth we discover an aspect of the divine name, the light. Or, as we study how uh, plants get nutrition from the soil, say a an oak tree gets nutrition from the soil, we find out about an aspect of the divine name, the provider. So we use these advancements, our observation of the creation, our ability to read this great book of the universe we use that uh that, that, that those skills as binoculars to look at divine names then what do we do with the divine names then with those divine names we look at our lord now the entity of our lord the lot of our lord is beyond our conception we cannot conceive we cannot perceive and conceive whatever we perceive him to be he is beyond he is greater than that right but but that prepares that binocular looking with the names binoculars of the names prepares the heart and the inner secret of the heart which are the faculties that are given to the human being to know God looking at 
the names and conducts with the binoculars that we obtain and then looking with the binoculars of those names and conducts to our Lord and we are using the word uh, to look in a metaphorical sense here right by perhaps transferring transferring the, the task of looking to the inner sight of the heart we get to know our Lord we get to recognize our Lord we get to establish a connection with our Lord which faith is which is the definition of faith right you um, acknowledge by heart and with the tongue that your that God exists and is one right and through that acknowledgement we build a connection with our Lord that is the light that is put in the heart that otherwise faith is not something that we do we incline toward it. we prepare ourselves for it we take the position of receiving that light but the the the uh, reality the essence of faith is that light that is put in our heart and that connects us to our Lord what is light light is that which when um, projected upon something shows that which was not visible before right so faith shows to our heart and this is not this is ineffable at this point we are in the domain of ineffable things that cannot be articulated in words but we know that the heart knows and that transforms us too right that is a transformative that is a transformative experience therefore from our observation of the universe and the advancement of the scope of our observation of the universe we have a pathway open everywhere right this is different from the sufi path of uh, you know journey wayfaring because it, you start somewhere and you move on to somewhere in that even though that uh, that distance may not be a physical distance right but here we have a pathway everywhere which starts from our observation of the universe and expands in capacity with the expansion of the scope of our observation thanks to these advancements and ends up in enabling our hearts to know our Lord with a higher at a higher capacity with a higher depth with a higher intensity subhanallah maybe all maybe all be able to um stay steadfast on the task that our father adam السلام, was created may we all be able to fulfill the dues of uh, our vicegerency in the creation may we all 
be able to benefit from the advancements that we are living with and inshallah will live with as it is due for those advancements to be used maybe maybe be able to do justice to them justice is you know putting things in one of the definitions of justice is putting things where they belong to maybe be able to put those opportunities that have opened before us and that keep opening before us where they belong to which is ultimately ultimately knowing um, our lord studying reflecting upon his names and attributes his conducts and using those as binoculars to let our hearts recognize our lord subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma 'allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim wa akhir da'wahum alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin al fatiha as salawat